back to Wealthy, Worthy, and Wild. I'm your host, Amy Tollefstrud. I'm a functional nutritional therapy practitioner, digital nomad, online course creator, and founder of rebelnutrition.com, a brand and business aimed at helping rebellious entrepreneurs like you create six-figure online businesses. So excited to chat with you guys today. And it took me a little while to kind of organize my thoughts on today's topic because Obviously, this is a really sensitive topic, and I am very empathetic to what is going on in the world right now. I know there's a lot of fear. This whole situation has been challenging for everybody. So I wanted to say that, and just everything I'm sharing in today's episode, just please know that it's coming from a place of love and compassion, and there might be a little bit of tough love mixed in there, but I truly understand and empathize with everything that is going on. So having that said, before I get into today's topic, I have to tell you my obsession. My current obsession, you guys, how can it not be this? It's Maui. Um, hopefully you listened to my last podcast episode where I announced that, surprise, I am actually moving back to Maui. It's kind of a funny turn of events. Listen to that whole episode if you want the play-by-play of everything that happened because it's kind of a crazy story. And then also, if you haven't checked it out yet, I also did a Maui Dream Home tour. So you can see inside the house that I'm renting for the next six months. And I say I, but it's obviously me and my husband, Eric. So check that out if you want some drool-worthy Maui video content to watch. It's just so funny (laughs) the way the universe works because I've always been somebody who loved Maui. But since living in LA, I really had no plans to move back here. And now that I'm here and I kind of got stuck here, stuck here in quotes because it definitely doesn't feel like I'm stuck, I just can't believe that I ever left, to be honest. I feel so at home and like this is where I'm meant to be and just so peaceful. And yeah, that's what I'm obsessed with this week. So today's episode, I'm going to be talking about why what's going on in the world right now, the coronavirus, why this is actually our greatest opportunity as business owners and just as people who are trying to evolve into the best versions of ourselves, and also how we can kind of optimize our time at home right now. Because if you're somebody who is not used to working from home, maybe you're feeling a little bit stir crazy, maybe you're feeling overwhelmed with creative ideas, but you're getting kind of analysis paralysis on what to take action on. Maybe you are blowing up at family members every single day because you don't have the correct boundaries in place to preserve your self-care time. So I'm going to be talking all about that. But you guys, right now we are being faced with an incredible opportunity. And like I said before, I know that this current situation is really challenging. I know that it's really scary, especially if you know somebody who is personally affected or if you are a nurse and you're on the front line and you're dealing with this every single day. It's heartbreaking what's happening. It's so scary. And I'm not saying that these feelings aren't valid. They absolutely are. And you are totally entitled to whatever you are feeling right now. But I'm also saying that we can view this whole situation as a challenge. We are being challenged by what is going on in the world with a great opportunity to share our message, to share our expertise, our passions, our businesses with the world on a global scale, meaning online, when more people than ever are listening. We have an incredible opportunity right now, you guys, because like I said, I think I mentioned this in one of the last podcasts or somewhere. I can never keep track of where I say things uh, because I have so many platforms at this point, but internet traffic has increased by like 30% 
30% or something like that. I don't know the exact statistic because, I mean, it makes sense. Everybody is at home and probably one of the most common things that people are doing is getting on the internet, you know, getting on Netflix, whatever it is. But either way, internet traffic has increased. More people are paying attention. More people are listening. That means your future clients, customers, students, the people that you want to be reaching and helping are paying attention right now. We have this incredible opportunity to share our information and get it out to the world in a way where people are really, really receptive right now. So whereas just a few short weeks ago, maybe you truly did not have the time to start your business, to you know finish your website or make it look pretty or start building your social media following or post consistently to social media, maybe you truly did not have the time to do those things because you were in a full-time job and maybe you also are taking care of family. We are all super busy and maybe that really was the truth and you did not have time. Maybe a few short weeks ago, you were so comfortable with your quote-unquote secure paycheck and therefore, you know, you didn't really have enough of a reason to be uncomfortable enough to pursue your own business. Even maybe if you have dreamed of doing something other than your nine to five, you maybe have dreamed of doing something more fulfilling. But to be quite honest, when we are comfortable, when we have that quote unquote secure paycheck, there isn't really enough of an uncomfortability factor to entice us to make a change. So maybe a few weeks ago, you truly weren't ready or you felt like you didn't have enough experience and now you're like, shit, maybe now you're kicking yourself for not getting started sooner because imagine, you know, six months ago, if you would have started your business then, now you could already be signing clients, gaining customers, enrolling students in your paid online courses, you know, whatever the offer is that you want to put out into the world, you could already be making money if you had started then and Imagine what that would be like and what that would feel like right now, especially if you've recently been laid off. Like, imagine how much that would be life-changing to you right now. So my question to you in this podcast is, if not now, when? When has there ever been a better reason to start pursuing your dreams? And you guys, if I had a dollar for every DM that somebody sends me on Instagram saying something like, I really want to start a business, but I don't feel like I have enough experience yet. I don't feel ready yet. I'm still in school. My website isn't finished. I would be an extremely, extremely wealthy woman, okay? But the truth is, is that nobody ever just wakes up one day and thinks, okay, I'm finally an expert. Now I'm going to start my business. It just does not happen like that. It truly does not. And so I'm telling you, if you have ever had the desire in your heart to start a business, now is the time. I mean, the best time was yesterday or six months ago or whatever, but the second best time is right now. It's today. You are never going to wake up and feel like an expert, so you might as well take action now. And that feeling of expertise and confidence and authority, the only way that you get that is through doing. So right now, you guys, I'm reading the book Building a Story Brand. I will link to it in the show notes. I cannot remember the name of the author, but I highly recommend it. And he talks all about how in every great story, like if you can think of any great Hollywood movie that you've ever watched, the main character is always faced with some sort of challenge that they need to overcome before they become the hero of that story. So the example that's coming to mind that he mentions in the book is Elle Woods. So if you guys have seen the movie Legally Blonde, 
She never would have had a reason to study and go to Harvard if her boyfriend had never broken up with her, right? And then she finds out that like going to Harvard and being a lawyer is like her calling in life. And she never would have found that out. She never would have done that or rose to the occasion if she had never been broken up with. So obviously very different circumstances in that example, but just to kind of give you a better example of what I'm talking about. If we were never faced with a challenge or a reason for changing our current state of being, if that never occurred, none of us would ever have a reason to grow, to improve, to learn, to create, to become better, healthier, happier, wealthier. I know for myself personally, like if I never developed digestive and hormonal issues in college because I was, okay, let me just give you like a little snippet into my life in college. My diet consisted of like, fiber one cereal and sugar-free, fat-free yogurt. And I was drinking pretty much every single night. So imagine the state of my digestive health at that point, okay? Maybe that was just me. I was very unhealthy in college. But if I had never experienced any health challenges from that, if I didn't start feeling like shit and unable to go to class, I never would have had a reason to change my nutrition habits. And the same thing goes with my experience starting a business. If I had never found myself in debt, feeling absolutely trapped in my soul-sucking nine-to-five, feeling like I remember thinking, like, this is not going to be my life. If I had never felt those feelings and never been challenged with those feelings, I never would have started learning about managing money or budgeting or you know, pursuing my passion of nutrition and turning it into a business that made money and, you know, being essentially the hero of my own story. So all I'm saying is this, it is up to us to decide how we want to view what is happening in the world right now and what we choose to do about it. We are all being invited and challenged to be the hero in our own story right now. And you guys, listen, I hope just as much as everybody else that our world returns to a sense of normalcy again as soon as possible. I don't think it's ever going to go back to complete normal, <laughs> but hopefully a sense of normalcy happens as soon as possible. Okay, we are all on the same page here, but I'm asking you when this happens, what do you want your new normal to be? Do you want to go back to the nine to five that potentially just laid you off? And do you want to go back to that job knowing that your quote unquote steady paycheck might not be as secure as you once thought it was? Or, you know, would you rather be working for yourself online from anywhere in the world, helping people, feeling fulfilled, making the type of money that you want to make, helping serve your community, and knowing that, God forbid, if anything happens like this again, you are in more control of what your financial situation is and how you continue to work. So I know that if you're listening to this podcast, I probably know what you would choose. You'd probably choose the latter, which is working for yourself. So the second half of this podcast now, I'm going to be talking about how we can really approach this time at home as an opportunity and how to make the most out of it and feel the most productive and most fulfilled and really take time for ourselves without making ourselves go crazy, okay? I know that a lot of alone time with family can be a great thing. I think in a way, 
this has caused this huge like slowdown. And in a way, that's really beautiful. Most of us have been able to just really slow down, spend more time, some of us, with family, or at least, you know, take some time to just slow down and be a little bit more introspective. So in a way, that can be amazing, but it can also, again, cause a lot of challenges. I don't know about you guys, but I've definitely blown up at my husband and my family multiple times because it's just been a lot of togetherness. So my first kind of piece of advice that I will give to you, and just so you know, you guys, I am not perfect at any of these ideas. When I'm telling you these suggestions, they are all things that I have worked on incorporating, but I'm not perfect at any of these either. So I'm just, I have to say that before I get into these, because I don't want you to think I'm just like so perfect with my daily routine and I do these every single day because I absolutely do not, but I'm always working on improving. So first things first, if you are not somebody who has been used to working at home, maybe you did get laid off your nine to five, I would definitely recommend trying to keep somewhat of a similar time schedule as you had before. So if you were working nine to five, maybe wake up at the same time that you used to, have breakfast, get into your morning routine, which I'll talk about in just a second, and spend that same range of hours, maybe not <laughs> working on the job you had before, but maybe starting to pursue your own business or something like that. Because something that I find is that if you allow yourself to kind of sleep in, stay up really late, and kind of get totally out of whack with your schedule. I mean, I think that's okay for a couple of days, but if you kind of get into the habit of just being all over the place, it can definitely lead to a sense of feeling really unproductive and making choices that don't necessarily take us to our higher self. Maybe it's a lot easier to like turn on Netflix in those situations. So try and keep somewhat of a normal schedule. If you aren't already doing that, just create a schedule for yourself. Maybe you want to work four hours a day and you decide, okay, I'm going to get started at work at 8 a.m. and I'm going to stop at noon. And then the rest of the afternoon, I'm just going to, you know, work on that new course I bought or whatever. Also, first things first, when you wake up in the morning, and this is something I still really <laughs> struggle with, but I'm working on it, is don't check your phone. Do something for yourself first, even if it's just five minutes, okay? When you give and fill your cup up first, you're so much more able to then, you know, serve your audience, create something amazing to put out in the world, put your best effort into your work. So I really, really encourage you to at least give yourself five minutes of either, you know, meditation or breathing or affirmations or visualization before you dive into your email. I mean, hopefully it's longer than five minutes. I'm going to go through in depth and specifically some of the other things that I recommend. So if you're somebody who struggles with meditation like I am, I actually recommend doing that upon waking up and before you have any coffee. <laughs> and I will tell you why. Um, if you're anything like me, once you have any caffeine in your system, you feel very like ready to go, ready to get work done, and it's hard to sit still. So if you are going to meditate, I would recommend really doing that first, even if you're just sitting in stillness, kind of listening to God, the universe, your guides, whatever you want to tune into. I think that can be really beneficial first thing. And then of course, you know, breakfast, coffee, whatever you want to do with that. But then I am somebody who really, really finds a benefit in exercising in the morning, and I will tell you why. So not only do I have that little burst of energy after I have my coffee in the morning, but especially right now when emotions are really running so high. So think about the word emotion, emotion. It literally means energy into motion. So if you are feeling all of the feelings, maybe you're waking up every morning and you're checking the news and you're feeling a lot of fear, 
first of all, do not check the news when you first wake up. <laughs> I mean, obviously stay informed, but that's going to be one of my points later on in, in this episode is maybe don't do that right when you wake up. But if you're full of, you know, anger or fear or whatever it is that you're feeling, the best way to get that kind of energy and transform it into something else is through exercise. So whether that's going for a run, maybe it's just doing, you know, some jumping jacks or stretching or yoga, moving your body is the best way to transform that energy. This doesn't mean that you need to start training for a triathlon or a marathon or anything like that. Just literally move your body. Some of my favorite resources are Aloe Moves. So it's actually an app. I think there's like a free two-week trial or something like that. And then after that is $20 a month, I believe. But this has been my favorite kind of resource for anything online workouts. They have tons of yoga, stretching, bar classes. They even have weights classes on there. One of my favorite yoga teachers is Koya Webb. So just search her name on the app. She's amazing. She does like kind of a combination of obviously the workout and the movement side of things, but she also usually incorporates some sort of mindset into it, which I really love. A few other habits that I'm really loving in the morning are breath work. So I've recently gotten into breath work and working on my breathing. There are so many different, I think there's even breath work on the Allo Moves app as well, but there are so many people that teach this and there's a person, his name is called Wim Hof. He actually has a video on doing, I don't think he necessarily calls it breath work, but it's learning how to breathe in a way that is aimed at boosting your immunity, which I think is really cool and really relevant for right now. So I will also link to that in the show notes of this episode, but you could probably also just Google Wim Hof breathing for immunity or something like that, and it'll probably come up. The two last things I'm going to offer to you are affirmations and visualizations. So back at the beginning, when I started this podcast, I have a AM guided visualization. So I recommend doing that. It's less than 10 minutes. And I really recommend doing that to start off your day. It's literally going to make you feel so much better and really have some clarity on what you want out of your life. And I don't know, it always makes me feel better. And then also a guided affirmation before you go to sleep. So I will link to those again in the show notes. Definitely go check them out. Okay, so those are my tips for having a really amazing kind of morning routine. But now let's get into some of the tips and tricks for actually working and getting good work done during the day taking a quick little break from the episode to ask you a very important question. Do you want me to be your personal online nutrition business mentor? Well, unfortunately, at the moment, I'm not accepting one-on-one clients, but I have been getting this question a lot lately, so I figured I would create a completely free workshop for you that walks you through the top four things I would teach you if we were working together. So in this free workshop, you're going to learn my proven three-step method for finally deciding on a profitable niche. You're going to learn how to optimize your Instagram bio and the number one mistake that most businesses are making when it comes to using Instagram for their business. You're going to learn the key to building a scalable business as a nutritionist online without exhausting yourself with one-on-one clients, having to be an epic recipe creator and food photographer, or promoting a product that you aren't passionate about. And there's also going to be a little bonus section about what you can start doing today to build your business online, even if you don't have any credentials or experience yet, or you just feel like, you know, you're not ready yet, because I promise you, you are. So head over to rebelnutrition.com slash six figures, and that's spelled out. So S-I-X-F-I-G-U-R-E-S. 
You guys, this free workshop is going to be perfect for you if you are a brand new FNTP nutritionist or health coach and you're like, how the F do I turn my passions into a business that doesn't require me to rely on one-on-one clients or work out of a stuffy doctor's office? I got you. Don't worry. You can totally create the business of your dreams with a few simple strategies that I will be sharing in this free workshop. Again, head over to rebelnutrition.com slash six figures, rebelnutrition.com slash S-I-X-F-I-G-U-R-E-S. And I will see you guys there. If you're like me right now, or you're like a lot of the people in my audience, this downtime and this time of self-reflection has maybe given you a ton of creative ideas, but you are also feeling really overwhelmed about which ideas to take action on and where to start. And so maybe you've been watching like a ton of webinars or business coaching and you feel like you need to do all the things and it leads you to doing nothing, right? Because you feel so overwhelmed. So. If this is you, I definitely recommend every single day just setting one small goal for yourself, a tiny goal. Maybe it's to send out an email to your list and sticking to it. So make sure these goals that you're setting are things that you know you can stick to and you know you can get done. Um, one of my favorite accounts on Instagram, her name is The Holistic Psychologist. She talks about one of the best ways to really build your self-worth and your self-confidence is to make and keep small promises to yourself. So I think this looks like you know, deciding that you are going to wake up at 6 a.m. and actually waking up at 6 a.m. and not hitting the alarm, you know, stuff like that. Things that you know you can succeed in doing because every single time you keep a small promise to yourself like that, you build your self-worth and you can take on bigger and bigger goals and bigger dreams. Now, next, I really recommend... (laughs) If you guys have a lot of ideas right now, which I am totally speaking from experience, I don't know what it is, if it's the Aries season that we're going through right now or what, but I have so many ideas. And when I think about which one to take action on, literally the way that I make my business decisions at this point is I think about when I'm weighing two options, which one literally feels easier, honestly, which one feels easier, which one feels more fun and going with that, even if you are not sure if anyone's gonna buy it, if you aren't sure if that's what your audience wants, if you aren't even sure if that's what you want. I think, again, with clarity, oftentimes we think that like our million dollar business idea is just gonna smack us over the head one day and we are just gonna know with 100% clarity that that's what we need to do. I don't know about you guys, but that is definitely not (laughs) what has happened in my experience. What has happened in my experience and worked quite well is I usually pick something that feels easy and I start taking action on it, whether that means just writing, you know, an outline for a new course that I'm planning on creating. I will literally just start taking baby steps. And the interesting thing that happens when you just start to take action on something is that you really quickly realize if that thing feels right or not. So a lot of times I will be like, "Ooh, I just had this great new online course idea and I start working on the outline. And then two days later, I'm kind of like, I don't think I really want to do that. I think that that was a great idea, but it doesn't necessarily mean that I need to create an entire course on it. So there's obviously a fine line between listening to these hits of intuition and pivoting, which is what I'm talking about, like starting to work on something so that you're taking action and gaining clarity through that 
And then the other end of the spectrum, which is switching between things too frequently and never sticking to anything. So I think it really takes a lot of knowing yourself and knowing like, okay, am I giving up on this thing because my logical mind has talked me out of it and I'm scared and I don't know if it's going to sell or am I deciding to pivot because I've decided that that thing is not for me and I actually am much more inspired and lit up by this other idea. Another thing is too, let's say you are working on creating something. So I'll give you a, a personal example in my own life with my podcast right now. Obviously, you guys are listening to my podcast. I have a podcast. Something that I found myself doing was really comparing the way that I podcast and my own podcasting style. I found myself comparing my own style to everybody else's podcast that I was listening to. So I'm somebody who absolutely freaking loves podcasts and listening to podcasts. I mean, I used to listen to maybe three podcasts a day, if not more. And what I've recently had to stop doing is stop listening to other people's podcasts. And the reason is every time that I listen to somebody else's podcast who I really liked or I found a lot of value in, I would immediately think to myself, oh, I need to make my podcast more like theirs. Mine is not polished like theirs. Maybe I should have prettier music at the beginning, or maybe I need to have this different type of guests on. Maybe I should stop doing solo podcasts. I mean, there's just so many areas of comparison that I was noticing every time I would listen to somebody else's podcast. And I just realized that that was not serving me anymore. And the easiest way for me to get rid of all of that comparison and really just do what I wanted to do which is my strength. <laughs> I mean, this is the thing, you guys, when you are trying to work on something new, the thing that's going to make it unique is the fact that you do it your way. And yes, you can, of course, pull inspiration from other people that you admire, and that's great, but you don't want to be a carbon copy of them. You want to be your own. You want to be completely different. You want somebody to come to your course or your Instagram or your podcast and think to themselves, wow, this is unique. I love her way that she does this completely different. And that's kind of something about this podcast. I've never heard another podcast that has this kind of like... <laughs> I don't know, I guess raw style, I guess you would say. So what I started doing was not listening to any other podcast. Instead, I've just been listening to audiobooks because that's a good way for me to continue to learn, but in a way that doesn't allow me to compare to anybody else. So I really offer that to you as well. Maybe you compare yourself to other people on Instagram or other online course creators or other health coaches. Just try and figure out where you are comparing right now. And if you can, at least just for the time being, unfollow those people or stop doing anything that's not benefiting you. All right, next up has to do with your workspace. So who is listening right now that all of a sudden you've been at home with your significant other or your family all day and you just don't have any alone time? If that's you, <laughs> raise your hand. But it is so, so important to take alone time from everybody else in your home. So I always <laughs> kind of joke about this with Eric because we spend a lot of time together. Obviously, we've been working together now for like three years. We usually are at home together, but we have to literally get out of each other's auras at least once a day for a couple hours. So maybe you don't even realize that this is something that you need to do, but if you've been like really on edge or blowing up at people in your family for no reason, <laughs> this could be a sign that you just need some alone time. So I think even just for an hour a day, if you can get time alone from anybody else, 
and even socially isolate a little bit more, <laughs> that can actually be really, really helpful. Another thing is too, is if you're working from home, make sure you have a separate workspace area from your just normal living room or, you know, life area. So what I mean by this is maybe you have an office where you can shut the door and that's where you get work done. And when you're done for the day, you can shut the door and leave it behind. And if so, that's amazing. But a lot of people don't have a home office. I don't even have a home office yet. So even if you can just arrange a corner of your living room to have your desk and your work stuff and your crystals and your candles or whatever, and have that a designated area for your business. And once you leave that area, you aren't doing anything business related, okay? This can really help to separate your work life from your home life. And it's very important because if you don't do this, if you don't have some sort of separation, pretty soon you're going to notice that things will kind of blend into one and you might find yourself working all the time, even while you're watching TV or even when you're trying to relax or take some time for self-care. So definitely separating your work and living space is really, really important. And on that same note too, make sure your workspace is clean. I mean, if you are, let's say you're working in the kitchen or somewhere near the kitchen, which is actually what I'm doing right now. I'm in my, I have my little box set up on the counter. Make sure there aren't dirty dishes in the sink. You know, make sure that it's clean and it's set up to be inspiring for you. I know this seems like not a big deal, but I know you guys because I'm the same way. If you are in the kitchen and there is just, you know, old food sitting out or dishes in the sink, it's going to drive you crazy and you're not going to be able to get your best work done. So definitely get those things done first. And also, let's say you're only making a thousand dollars a month right now in your business. So you feel like, oh, you know, I still need to be taking care of all of this home stuff too. I really encourage you to start treating your business like you would if you were already making six figures a year or whatever your goal is. If you were making six figures a year, do you think you would spend your time washing your kids' dirty dishes? No, because you know that your time is worth more than that. You know that you're a boss-ass bitch and you need to get back to work because you're making a lot of money, right? So your kids need to do their own dishes. I know that's easy for me to say because I don't have kids, but all I'm saying is treating your business as if it is the empire that you plan for it to be one day is really, really important in manifesting and getting to that point. So delegate accordingly. Now, this next tip I actually got from Amy Porterfield. She's talked about this a lot on her podcast, but it's something called tiger time. And basically what this means is she will set aside, you know, a couple hours a day or whenever when her entire family knows, basically, do not disturb me during this time. This is when I am in the zone and I cannot be asked to make you lunch. I cannot be asked to clean anything. Don't even come ask me for help or a question unless it is an emergency. Because a lot of times this, you know, few hours of uninterrupted time is really, really important to making progress. I love this idea and I definitely think, especially if you are somebody who has kids or you're running a household and there's other people around right now, it can be really important to dedicate this time to your business. Now, last but not least, a few just little mindset tips because like I said, it can be so easy to get sucked into the fear and maybe the anger or any emotion that you're feeling, it can be really easy to get sucked into that right now. So a couple other things that have really helped me during this time is number one, 
only checking the news like once a day because I mean obviously right now it is really important to stay informed but you don't need to be constantly getting sucked into these sensational news stories. I mean honestly that's what a lot of them are so once a day and I definitely don't recommend doing that first thing in the morning maybe in the afternoon after you've done some of your mindset work and also try to avoid the urge to talk about the coronavirus and everything that's going on 24 7. I don't know about you guys, but I feel like a lot of the conversations that come up, I mean, whether it's in person or online, it's just all around the same topic. And I get it. It is important, like I said, to stay informed, but getting sucked into the fear and perpetuating the fear by continuing to talk about it is not really doing anybody any good. So I really, if you find yourself being sucked in and doing this all the time, I really recommend trying to replace it with something that's going to make you feel good instead. And this goes for just any random day when coronavirus is not a thing, but doing something every single day that makes you feel really good mentally and counteracts any fear that you might be having. So right now, the fear is probably around what's going on in the world, but any other given time, if you're building a business, there's probably going to be a sense of fear about, is this thing going to sell? You know, am I going to hit my goal this month? Something like that. So the mindset things that I love to do daily are either read a book or listen to an audiobook. I absolutely love watching inspiring YouTube videos. So a couple of my favorites are, you know, Oprah, Mel Robbins, Jake Ducey, anybody who talks about like mindset, spirituality, Anybody that you find inspirational on YouTube, it can be so, so helpful. And then I also love doing EFT tapping with Gala Darling. So you can just search her YouTube channel. She has so many amazing videos. They're so helpful. Just tapping is another great way to kind of move through your emotions and get them out and work through them. So I highly recommend that. And now last but not least, you guys, I know... <laughs> Basically, this whole podcast, I've been talking about how to be more productive and get going on your business and use this time to the fullest. But I also want to encourage you to really have grace and patience with yourself during this time. Okay. This is a challenge. Like I said, we are being faced with a challenge and it is a great opportunity. Absolutely. But also it's okay if you don't do all of those things and come out the other side of this quarantine as a ready to run a marathon, new business owner, millionaire with hundreds of new clients. But it is important also that you don't backtrack. And I think the main thing here is focusing on your mind and prioritizing that because if you give into the fear and you go that direction, it can be easy to feel badly about your situation or about your business or about yourself on the other end of the spectrum. If you are prioritizing your mindset and your business every single day, even if you make a little bit of progress by the end of this, you are going to feel so empowered to keep going and to really make a difference and create that dream life and dream business for yourself. Okay. You guys, I hope that this episode was helpful to you. If it was, and you want to share it with a friend, it means so much to me. If you screenshot it, share it on Instagram and tag me at rebel nutrition. Let me know what you thought of this episode and I will be back next week. Also just wanted to remind you guys that I have a brand new masterclass called how to turn your passion for nutrition into an online business. So I'm going to be sharing my top four strategies for getting started with a work from wherever online business. And it kind of appeals to nutritionists and wellness professionals, but it'll absolutely apply to you even if you aren't certified, even if you don't know what you would want to create an online business about yet. So I will link to that in the show notes. Definitely check it out. 
and I will see you guys next week. Bye.